Hey guys, it's Kim. Happy Tuesday and welcome back to another episode of the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. Today I'm being joined by a very special guest and a new friend of mine. This is Callie. Welcome, Callie. <laughs> Thank you so much, Kim. I'm happy to be here. I am so happy to have you on. This is actually our first time meeting in person. How yes. long have we been following each other for? At least a couple months, I think. Right? But yeah. Did you find me or did I find you? I, I never I, know. I think I found you because once I kind of joined this whole like influencer network, I went into certain hashtags to be like, who do, who else in Austin kind of does what I do? Because I have a lot of friends that aren't in that and don't get it and don't want to talk about influencer type things. So I was like, I need to kind of like meet new people that's in this space. So right. likely I found you. <laughs> oh my God. Well, love that. So for those of you who don't know Callie just yet, she is, I would say a fashion influencer she shares deals how to be bougie on a budget also some austin things so check her out we'll plug her handle in a second but i wanted to have her on the podcast today to kind of introduce you guys to her and her network pick her mind she's also in the tech world so i'm like i love talking to powerful women about their careers their professional careers growth tips strategies all the things so if being bougie on a budget or the tech world or being a professional woman resonates with you. You're going to love this podcast episode. If you do, please make sure to rate me five stars on Spotify and Apple podcasts. Give me a thumbs up and hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. And if you're not already, make sure to follow me on Instagram at my lips aren't sealed podcast. And Callie, what's your handle? My handle is cal.atx. And is that Cal with a C or Cal with a K? Cal with a K. K-A-L dot A-T-X. Amazing. <laughs> and if you guys aren't in Austin, we call Austin ATX. So that's where that comes from as well. So give her a follow. I will link her handle in the show notes as well. But very, very excited for this week's episode. I hope you guys have had a wonderful week so far. We are going to now jump on into Catch Up with Kim. So you guys, what is the 411? What has everybody been up to? Now we're going to jump on into Catch Up with Kim. So I will let my special guest go first, let you guys get to know her a little bit more. So what did you get up to this past week in Austin? Besides <sighs> it being so hot, it's over in like the hundreds this past week. So what did you do? It, like not much, honestly. I feel like I stayed inside and filmed a lot of content edited kind mm -hmm. of like set myself up for success I know this week's gonna be super busy at work and so after work you know hung out with my boyfriend we are both so busy that our schedules we kind of have to figure out what days make sense for us to hang out so I try to you know maximize that and then some nights you know I work for a global company so I have late night meetings at 8 p.m. can you say <laughs> the company that you work for yes. okay so I work for TikTok and my manager is in Singapore and my director is in Shanghai and so wow. I am the only person on my team in the U.S. so a lot of times I do have to collaborate with them it's not all the time but yeah. but there are nights where it's like well this is an important meeting and I can't miss it. So I really can't plan something that night. But yeah, I feel like the same for me. This past week has been very, I feel like a lot has been happening this past week, but also not that much. I don't know. I'm looking at my calendar now. I, I usually like pull it up. I'm like, what did I do? This past Monday, I went to the Austin FC Stadium, the Ooh. soccer team. They had an event that was sponsored by C4, and they invited okay. me to be a special guest. Ooh, so I got to meet all the players, hang out, and do the whole training thing, which was awesome. Got like a ton of merch. I felt very special and honored, but it was so hot. I was like, how do these boys, men, play a whole game in this heat so I was talking to them about that and I'm like how I've just been training with you guys for an hour and I'm dying <laughs> yeah and they're like well we actually use it to our advantage when we play a home game because we're used to the heat <gasps> our competitors come in they try to play and like they can't keep up so it's actually an advantage for the home team but yeah no crazy I, I couldn't do it I feel like it's already August weather and it's June I it's, the other day I think it was sometime last week I checked the weather on my phone and it said 101 and then I always scroll down to the feels like and it was feels like 111 feels like 
200 degrees yeah it feels like hell yeah um but i am a big sweater anyway and so like the second i feel like the second i go outside i have boob sweat i have back sweat like it is just everywhere and i have like a big butt so i always get butt sweat i'm (laughs) like this is the worst yeah like i boob sweat extensions you have hair extensions too So it's just, it's everywhere. Oh, it's just so sweaty. Looking at my calendar again, other than that, this past week, I just, I had random events. My childhood best friend just got married. She <gasps> eloped with her husband. I'm flying to Florida next week to go to like the post-wedding party. So I'm very happy for her. Danielle, if you're listening, congratulations. Congratulations, so, Danielle. So, we love so, an elopement. I know. I and it. she looked stunning. Like, oh. I'm just so happy for her. They've been together for years. And so long overdue, Caleb, but very, very happy for her. And what else? Today we are recording on Father's Day. So we both went out to brunch with our girlfriends this morning, had a really good time. And I think that's pretty much it. Low key week. Hope you guys all had a great week as well. And we are now going to shift on into pick of the week. Oh my God. I love your skirt. Where did you get it? Thanks. Just got it. I see it. I like it. I want it. Now we're going to jump into pick of the week. So Callie, what is your pick of the week? Okay, so this was actually really hard for me because I am a shopper. I feel like I try new things all the time and I'm consistently telling my friends about it. So I have three listed. I will pick my favorite. Um, no, tell me all three. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh my God. So um, I love this. The first one is it's so th- it's this curling iron. Um, I can't remember the brand off the top of my head, but I will send it to you. It is like extra long and this, it's almost kind of like a flattened barrel. So it's not a circle. It's almost just like if you smashed it a little bit. So it has, so it gives you kind of like these different waves than a normal curling iron. Plus I have long hair. So I was like, okay, I love a long barrel that I can fit all the hair on. I've shown two people it that they've used it. My friend Chelsea was like, we're, we're going to live together in September. We are moving into a house together just for like a year before I move in with my boyfriend and we're going to have a great time. She's like, I can't even wait until we live together and just use yours. Like I need to buy it ASAP. <laughs> like, wait, yeah. So you don't know the brand of it either? No, it's called, yeah, it's like INF or something. I, Where did I, you it buy like a, it? Was it on It was Amazon? a TikTok ad. Of course. It was legit a TikTok ad. Yeah. But they're a reputable, reputable company. Um, so that one is amazing. And then this O'Shea, it's... It's at Sephora, O-S-E-A. Um, they have this body oil, and I've used that before just in the store, kind of being like, okay, this is really nice. And I was looking at it the other day. I think I actually was in Ulta, and one of the associates came over, and she's like, have you tried the lotion? It's actually like the oil and a lotion combined. Love like, that. Okay. Sold. So I, I put it on my arm, and I was like, well, add it to the cart. Um, I used it all over my body yesterday. I've never felt so moisturized. Did and the glowy. oil feel sticky, or did it no. dry right away, or did no, it absorb? No, yeah, that's why Like, I wouldn't necessarily want the, all the oil all over me, but it was like the right amount of oil yeah. where it still goes on like a lotion and mm-hmm. absorbs, and I just felt like when I woke up the next day I felt moisturized like you couldn't feel the lotion it just felt like my skin wasn't as dry oh it's all soft and amazing oh you're selling you're selling me yeah I was like girl this is a bougie on a budget episode (laughs) that's why I also am bougie on a budget because sometimes I'm not gonna be on a budget and I have to have the money to not be on a budget in certain areas girl agree and then the most it's all about (laughs) balance yes the most recent one was this, um, the brand is Kula. It's a sunscreen brand at, at Ulta. I always am big on sunscreen, but I feel like with the heat now, we just melt off. Like yeah. it doesn't matter how good your setting spray is or your powder or whatever. You're just always. like melting. And then it's like, okay, all your sunscreen's gone and it's also hot as hell still. Mm-hmm. And so I found this, it's like a very fine mist for your face. Is this one that smells like coconut a little bit? It more smells like sunscreen than coconut. Maybe that's what I'm and associating tried, it with. Yeah. Because I've used Kula one. before. Yeah. This one, I just, it's so fine. You, It's like you barely know that it's there, but it's SPF 50. It's um, water resistant up to like 80 minutes. And I just throw it in my purse. So if I feel like I haven't applied sunscreen, I just give myself a spritz. You don't get that weird oily look on your face. And my biggest pet peeve too is the like white cast oh, yeah. that you get. I can't. And... 
it always always it always works really well it's strong but then I just hate that so the mist is such a good solution do you have like the travel size one that fits in your bag or yeah. you just carry like yeah the, so I just carry you it have in a pretty my bag. big purse yeah well it's a giant yeah. bag <laughs> I, I have my smaller purse and the bigger purse but yeah it's something that I I know how important sunscreen is and I yeah. feel like I'm really not one of those people it's like I'm they, they always say reapply sunscreen and it's like how I already did when my you have makeup. makeup on like what do you mean so I yeah. just don't and it's like well I also have a Tesla and the sun comes in on the sunroof yes. all the time and I'm like okay I have to combat this and I just feel like it's so lightweight that you don't even know it's there mm-hmm. one of my friends she made this TikTok I think it was Jade do you know Jade Brandt she I, has the podcast your poor dad I've heard of that podcast yeah yes. she's amazing she's so funny but I think she, she's pretty, local yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure she made a video. Um, maybe it was somebody else, but I'm imagining her in my mind. But she made this video about how sitting in her car, like the side of her face that faces the window and faces the sun is more aged than the other side. And I'm like, oh, but I never thought like new fear unlocked. It's so true. Didn't think about it. And you can see it. She's she showed like her face front <gasps> on and she's like, you can see like the lines deeper on this side. And like she was showing like what she wants to improve. I'm pretty sure it was her. I hope it was. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just like, I know. I know. I saw it somewhere. Um, I think she's going to be like, girl, no, like, my face is flawless. Like, How dare you? <laughs> I never said that, but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it was her. But yeah, sunscreen yeah. Is, is super important. Thanks for sharing those picks of the week. Those are totally. really good. I'll, I'll link those as well. Now I, I want that oil lotion. You need it. You need it now I can't stop thinking about this. <laughs> not sponsored. <laughs> yeah, not, not sponsored. So I normally share a pick of the week every week. This week I'm sharing an anti-pick of the week, which I've never done before. Love. So it's kind of half and half. So do you enjoy watching TV? Yes. Okay. I'm the same way. When there's a new Netflix show, I'll binge it. I catch up on every single show the second I see it listed. So I put on the most recent season of Black Mirror. I really enjoyed the first few seasons of Black Mirror. They were really freaky. It was more like alternate universes with technology and how the world can be different and kind of like that spin on things. So I put on the new season. First episode was kind of like that same theme, like what could happen if CGI got really advanced. Episode two was about serial killers and it wasn't like I don't enjoy consuming that kind of stuff because I'm like a rom-com girly I like living in my little fuzzy rainbow unicorn bubble where like everything's amazing and nice and safe so I put on this episode thinking there's gonna be a twist at some point like this is like a nightmare that somebody's having or no it was just straight up like a murder episode and so I watched that right before bed. I had nightmares all night. I'm like, what the fuck? So if you guys are planning on watching Black Mirror, I anti-recommend it because at least episode two. We'll have to say it's funny because I am a true crime murder girly. Like that is my thing. But I also am like a rom-com girl. Like I am good pretty for, dynamic. Um, yeah. I was like, good for you. No, I could never. It was weird. Like I was I tried into- watching the Ted Bundy thing with Zach Or no. No, yeah. not Zac Efron. Yeah. He no, was, no, no. I watched oh, that okay. one. What was the one? Okay. You know this then. The one, most recent one where the guy kills people in his apartment and it smells really bad in the hallway. Oh, 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 oh. Um, yes. Not Ted Bundy. Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. I that put, one was so good. I it put was on so the well first done. episode. The second that girl goes into his apartment, I shut it off. I was yeah. like, nope, I can't do it. I can. It's weird. I grew up watching like horror movies, but when I was nine, I had this obsession. Well, not obsession, but I would wait for my dad to go to sleep and I would sneak out to the living room and watch forensic files on like, um, what do they call it? reruns yeah where they just like continues and my dad finally was like what the hell is going on and I'm like I don't I was just so fascinated by it (laughs) then when I was a kid I like wanted to be a forensic scientist and then like a homicide detective and then I realized I like instant gratification that would never work for me so I just like to watch episodes (laughs) where I have a beginning (laughs) and middle and an end but yeah like I can't watch it at night at least the obsession turned into something like you wanted to be a forensic scientist, yeah. not you wanted to be a serial killer. So yeah, that's good. 100%. At least you weren't like that creepy kid watching it yeah. for the wrong reason. I think it's just like the the personalities of the people that do this. Like those things just fascinate me. Like yeah. how people's minds work. And a lot of it is like 
how stupid could this guy get? Like, how did he think he was going to get away with this? Like, yeah. it's the storylines of like, my wife shot herself. And it's like, no, she didn't. Like, you didn't You didn't even put the gun in the right hand. Like, you really, like, you have gunshot residue on your hand. Like, it's just. I'm it's dying. Like <laughs> I'm dying right now thinking about seven-year-old Callie sitting there being like, this fucking idiot. <laughs> Put the gun in the I wrong hand. I can kill someone hand. better than this guy. Like, he's such an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Love, I love that for you. Well, again, I will link everything in the, in the, in the show notes. The products, not Black Mirror. Yeah. But that wraps up our picks of the week. And we're going to jump on into the main portion of today's podcast episode. I'm going to be chatting with you about all things like related to budgeting, being bougie on a budget, being in the tech world, any tips and, and, and tricks that you have, and just your perspective as being a female in this world, like corporate in, America. In, the cor- in corporate America. Yeah. I know we're doing a hard shift right now <laughs> from talking about true crime, true crime to corporate America. <laughs> but that's just that's how we do it around yeah, here. Gotta I keep the that. people's attention. So let's first start off by hearing your story and just how you got to where you are. So again, you said you work at TikTok right now. Tell me more about your journey. Just give people paint a picture for us about how you got to where you are. I am the first one of my family to go to college. My dad always really wanted that for me. Went to Boise State University in Idaho. That's so cool. random, but it was cool. We had the blue turf. The football, the football team was like undefeated my whole four years. So that was just a cool time to be there because the world I feel like was learning about Boise State because we just kept winning yes so I was like what a fun time to go to a football school the school spirit I imagine was insane <laughs> it was insane it really was but yeah so I went to school for film and media and communications all of that I wanted to be a tv producer and shortly after graduating I realized you know LA is expensive and I can't afford it because when you're going into that industry, unless you know somebody, you're starting at the very, very bottom, very, a lot of unpaid positions. And I like money. Yeah. So I didn't come from money. So I knew like I wanted to definitely make money for myself. And I will say like when I was in LA, I right before our apartment burned down that week, I got a, I had applied to work for CBS for their page program and they offered me a job, which like I was so excited for, but the pay was going to be $13 an hour. And living can get in away LA. with it because so many people want that job and mm-hmm. have families that can support them while they're living their dreams. And I'm like, I don't have that luxury. Yeah. So um, I moved to Denver um, after college and I worked in, I got a job as a recruiter at an IT staffing firm, Insight Global. And it was definitely very cult-like <laughs> and sorority yes. fraternity. Like, yikes. Yeah, it it totally is. I remember after college too, looking at job listings and it was all inside global like so many listings they came to recruit at my college it's huge so you were a part of the cult yeah and they they were like we only hire like one out of every like 70 people we interview like you should be like grateful and I was just like okay and then I kept getting in trouble because I didn't go to every single happy hour and I'm like I have a boyfriend and like friends like I see you guys all day every day like I missed one happy hour and I'm not being a team player like get out of here very cult like I was just like no everyone was sleeping with each other it's just not my vibe and so so um, I decided that the guy I was dating at the time was kind of a sociopath and this job I wasn't loving. And I just decided, you know what, I'm going to call it. My friend at work was like, you can stay with me while you figure out what you're going to do. And I was just like, you know what, I'm going to move to L.A. I'm going to finally do it. So did that, um, worked for a wedding planner, did a lot of like Indian weddings and stuff. And that was like, I'm watching Indian matchmaker right now. (laughs) And I am Indian weddings are stunning. They're stunning. And there's such a big industry behind it. It is so expensive. So expensive. Grooms coming in on white horses. Yes. Like what an experience, but I was driving down to San Diego a lot. I just didn't love living in LA. And so my friend stayed in Denver that I had moved there with originally because her family's there, right? She said, come back to Denver, come back to Denver. And so I came back and I got another staffing job and was there for, I think, a year. And I met my ex-boyfriend there. We both worked there. Okay. And we dated for five years. So after, I think, two years of living in Denver together, we moved to Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, I started working for PwC as a recruiter. Um, he was also a recruiter. He was working for PwC as well. He didn't love it. He wanted to figure out, you know, what he was passionate about. I was kind of like, oh, 
I didn't, I'm not dating someone that's just makes enough money for me to not have to work. So that's not a thing. And all of so a sudden, it, yeah. it sounds like too, you went from this idea of wanting to be a TV producer. Cause like big picture, I think a lot of us graduate college and we have this dream job that we're going to do. Yeah. When we get to it, I wanted to be an event planner, a celebrity event planner. That was my dream okay. job. And then I, I did some wedding internships. I did some event planning internships. And then I realized I don't want to be a wedding planner or an event planner. I want to be the person at the events. I want to be yes. a famous person. <laughs> yes. How do I become that person? Yeah. Like that was my journey. Totally. So it's figuring out what those stepping stones are after you figure out like your dream job isn't actually your dream job and coming to terms with that too because I get a lot of questions from people how did you get into influencing how did you end up getting like doing that I'm not happy with my job like I don't want to take the risk and what I'm gathering from your story is like you were willing to even if it was scary to take that risk to quit a job and leave if you weren't happy in order to try the next thing and see if it was a better fit so whether that was in Boise in Denver in LA moving back and now and now you're in Austin tell me more about where you're at now so you, you're working for TikTok yeah. I want to I just want to know everything about yeah. about everything yeah so um I worked at PwC for four years and I think like after the first year and a half something I I had a new manager and it, I went from this like mediocre employee of like I didn't love recruiting it's not like I was passionate about it yeah like no one's gonna write home about how great Cali is but no one's also gonna be like we're gonna put you on a performance plan I really was just kind of coasting and then I had this manager and she became this like mother figure for me and mm-hmm. really inspired me and encouraged me and like encouraged me to take risks like I was really nervous to go from like a sorcerer to like a business recruiting manager and she was like you can do this. And I was like, I don't know, Terry. Like, I don't, I don't know. And so she let me kind of wait a few months. And then I was like, I'm ready. And then it's like, everything changed. I became like the top recruiter on my team. And when I left PwC a year ago, I was there for four years. I had the most hires out of anybody in the country. Holy shit. I hired almost 600 contractors before I left. It was insane. I was managing all of the projects within financial crimes, and that was our highest revenue generating team. And so it was so much work, so crazy. And then all of a sudden, TikTok. So how I even found this job is kind of wild. I was scrolling TikTok, and I I see this post of this guy just saying TikTok's expanding in Austin. And I was like, I didn't even know they had like an office here. And I was like, well, if they're expanding, I wonder what their job boards look like. Mm-hmm. So I was actually getting ready for happy hour with friends. And I was like, let me look. And I see, I have a very like niche skill set. Like I'm a recruiter, but I'm also a project manager. And so that's a blend that not a lot of recruiters have the opportunity to get. They just fill roles and it's very straightforward. I, yeah, totally. And so me being able to do that and all manage partners and manage like hundreds of, of hires, Um, I found this weird position where it was like on the mass hiring team where you're, where I was going to be doing both. And I was like, wait, I'm like literally perfect for this. Like, this is crazy. Right. That's like a sign. You're reading the description. Like this is me to a T. Yeah. Cause it wasn't just like a general sorcerer or a general like recruiter. It was like, wait, this blend is weirdly the skill set that I have. So did you in that moment just decide like I'm just going to apply see how it works I texted my friends and I said I'm going to be late to happy hour I need to update my resume really quick and so I updated my resume I wrote you like, a are quick- a go-getter I love that <laughs> I wrote like a quick little cover letter and I was like nothing's probably going to happen and then yeah like a week later I get an email and it's like hey we'd love to have you interview and then simultaneously at this time in my life it's about a year ago I was out of a long-term relationship. So I got really into manifesting also from TikTok. I'm huge on manifesting. So it's changed my entire life. Mm -hmm. Like I could talk about this for a whole nother podcast episode. Like it is what I believe in wholeheartedly. But I really, I came across this video that was like, try this manifestation method. Pretend that you already have what you want. And I want you to like call someone and tell them the good news like you already got it and I was like okay well I'm in this interview process so Wait, did you actually call somebody or just your oh I was acting. in my car I was in my car and I fake called somebody I even put the <laughs> phone up to my ear even though I have bluetooth and I was like oh my god girl Gets I got the job at TikTok. I got the job at TikTok like oh my god it was so amazing blah 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 and this may have been even before I got the first interview. Um, I was like, I'm going to get an interview, like blah, blah, blah. And then when I got, when I went through my two interviews, it was just 
such a cool career moment for me because I, it was the first time I've never really had to lie on a resume or really even fluff the things that I had done. Right. Cause I, I was a mediocre recruiter and then at PwC, right. I was like the shit. Mm -hmm. And so my bosses were like, how did you do all of this? Like, there's no way that you hired this amount of people and did all of these job functions. And I'm like, I'm not even lying. Like I actually did. Yeah. It's also why I'm ready for a change because what it was a proud really too much moment too. It was so like, I have chills thinking about it. I was just like, how cool. Like I, I have a seat at the table. Like I belong here. I'm an, I would be an asset to this team. Whereas yeah. like, I feel like a couple of years ago, I've been like, I hope I'm good enough to work at TikTok. And I'm like, no, like I am the right person for this. And yeah, after the interview, I just knew I was going to get it. I, I fake called somebody again. I was like, nope, they just called me and offered me the job. And that's what ended up happening. You're speaking it into the universe. Yeah. And it, and works. it works. I mean, like I, I'm not going to be like, oh, it worked because I manifested it. I was the right person for yeah. this. But I think just your thoughts become your reality, right? Mm -hmm. Like I have some friends that are super pessimistic and they're like, I'm never going to find love. I'm and I'm like, with that mindset, probably. The I'm a big believer in you attract the energy that you put out. Yes. So if you are being like, I'm not going to find love or I'm not going to get my dream job or I'm not going to yeah. get that house or whatever, like you're literally putting it into the universe and telling yeah. the universe what you are willing to accept. 100%. So I want to, well, first of all, Congrats on your incredible job and, and your journey. And if you're watching on YouTube, we have the sun shining in right now. So I'm a little goddess right now. <laughs> but I want to, I have two questions for you. Sure. I want to backtrack to like the very beginning of your story. You mentioned that you grew up without money or you grew up maybe lower income. You can explain that a little bit sure. farther. And then also something else you talked about was fluffing up your resume. And I think some people <laughs> might have questions about that too. So yes. let's talk. Those are two like very far apart yeah. thoughts. Tell me more about how you grew up and kind of like your story and how that affected you and, and your mindset. Yeah. So because um, I relate. That's why I'm like, I'm oh, so interested. About that. Okay. Um, so my parents split when I was six months old. So I've never really had like this family environment. Um, my That's mom, <laughs> my mom has had substance abuse issues since that time. And it really affected a lot of things. And my dad is an absolute angel, but he struggles understanding things that don't align with his beliefs. He's very Christian and very conservative. Yeah. And anytime I, I step out of that or I have my own opinions, my own thoughts, it's like, I'm wrong. And he's always been like the dad, right? He's like, I'm right. And then as I went to college and I'm educated now, it was harder for me to just let that pass where yeah. I'm like, dad, like, no, I am not going to sit here and tell you or let you tell me that the sky is, is green. Mm -hmm. Like it's not like I know for a fact. And even if I'm showing him facts or, or, or certain things, it's like, he can't, he can't do it. And, and so he's been so closed minded and I feel like emotionally he wasn't there for me. And then of course my mom had her own issues and totally couldn't emotionally be there for me. And I ended up, you know, raising my brother when I was, I was 10 gonna years ask old. If you have siblings too. So that gave you uh, another level of maturity, raising 100%. your, your sibling and growing up where you like, okay, I don't want this for myself. I'm going to work really hard throughout my whole life to get to where I want to be I think so I mean my dad pretty much like hammered that into me like he was like you're gonna go to college and you're gonna make sure that you don't ever have to depend on a man yeah and we're not actually repeat that it's only no man yeah yes agreed. and now it's just ironic where we're at now we're not on speaking terms he retired to Thailand and Thailand yeah he is like living his best life over there. But my, my problem is now I don't talk to my dad either. Really? You should listen to my daddy. Okay. Daddy okay. issues episode. Yes. Last week. Oh my God. I can make a whole episode about that. But it, it pains me now because I am the person that he supposedly wanted me to be right. Like I make more than he's ever made yeah. and I don't ever have to depend on a man. I'm single. I have a dog. Like I, I mean at the time, like I have a boyfriend now, but I was like, I should, you should be proud of me. Yeah. But it's like, because my views and my like ask or like my views on religion and like politics don't align with his, it's like, he doesn't see me as someone on his level and I just refuse to put myself through that. I'm yeah. like, I know I'm the shit. I know I'm a good person. I've worked really hard to get where I'm at. And I will not have you make me feel less than because 
you don't know how to just be like, let's agree to disagree. Yeah. So I always say, and I said this last week too, I am who I am in spite of my father. Like I, I I turned out, yeah, I turned out like an incredible person accomplished so much. And I'm like funny and smart and have all these things like going for me without his help but I'm like very proud of myself like I didn't know you meant like oh you don't need to rely on a man oh you're the man we were talking about this whole time that's 100% that's great but it seems like you have accomplished a lot and you should be very proud of yourself and thanks for opening up too like it's hard to some people I I feel like you're a pretty open book but it can be hard especially like first time us like meeting and hanging out but (laughs) ironically it's father's day and both of us are like "Eh." (laughs) (laughs) issues. let's chat now about um you said the resume fluffing so yes I have some younger listeners as well and so with people going into the job hunt since you're a recruiter how do you feel about that like fluff I've never necessarily had to fluff up a resume but I know a lot of people who do to get the job and they learn when, when they actually get it. So what are yeah. your thoughts? Well, it's interesting. Can you see through, like right through people? Yes and no. So one thing that I'll never forget is one of my friends. This was like probably four or five years ago when I first moved here. Um, she works at Google and, or excuse me, Facebook. And she was telling me that the job required her to have like intense Excel skills and she said that she did it on her resume and she's like, and I got the job and now I have like 17 tabs open about Excel because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. So relatable. Oh she's on TikTok. Like, yeah. Trying to look she's up, like, like, holy shortcuts. shit. I don't know how to do this. But I mean, she figured it out and now yeah. she's like a top performer there. Right. Yeah. So it can work out. I don't recommend um, fluffing your resume. Like for me, it wasn't necessarily like fluffing the resume it was more more in the interview and speaking to things that maybe I had a small part in but maybe I said that I was more of a like hands-on in more it. of like a I wouldn't player. fully lie but I would just basically try to kind of convince them that I had more experience or I had worked on other roles than I had and yeah. It never really affected my job or me making more money. It was very small. Like I think that like you can fib a little bit and like fluff if you already have the skill and you can speak to it and yeah. you like know it a little bit. Um, you can say you have a little bit more experience in it, but like I do not recommend saying you have experience in something that you've like never touched. Right. Because like they can ask, ask you. you. Yeah, like, totally. Good good managers, good interviewers are gonna be like, okay, you've done this. Tell me about this. Tell me about a time where you did this. And it's like, we're not gonna hire you ever if you're like, uh, just kidding. I never done that. It's not a good look. <laughs> <laughs> not a good look. So true. Yeah. As a woman, so let's put like that frame of mind on things. As a woman, do you feel like in the big tech world you've had trouble being taken seriously because you're obviously like you're stunning thank you so has that played a role in anything where people don't take you as seriously or do you feel like you've had a hard time moving up because of your gender or do you feel like that's kind of like a thing of the past and doesn't really affect you anymore I think people would see me and be like oh she's like she doesn't know what she's talking about or whatever my looks I think are what kind of deterred people from taking me seriously but I got so good at what I did and I like something in me was like okay I'll I don't need them to look at me and think that I'm gonna be this amazing person that's gonna hire all the people that they want and whatever but I'm gonna tell them that I am and I have to back it up like I have to make sure that if I'm like yep I can you know I can find you what you're looking for I have to make sure that I can do that and I think I got really good at understanding people's personalities and like I adjusting how I connect with them and how mm-hmm. I treat them based on how I think they're going to treat me some of them I'm very like very much direct and like hey and this is what I expect from you this is what you expect from me this is a business transaction other ones it's more conversational what advice do you have for my listeners yeah. who are in the corporate world and maybe struggling with things like that or, or other common issues in, yeah. in the corporate world. So I have, I mentor a lot of people. Um, I've had some interns. You're and a mentor. That's cool. <laughs> My boyfriend actually was like, you should really um, coach young, young girls because you are such an epitome of like ha- a boss and like what someone would strive to be. And yeah. I feel like it comes so naturally to me now, but it didn't always. Right. 
but I had, I had a good mentor and I've had good bosses and I understand these things. I think, I think having professional women to look up to is huge. It's so huge. Mm -hmm. And like, I really never saw myself as like, I want to be the best. Like me looking back and being like, I was a top recruiter at PwC. Like that was never a goal of mine, but I, I loved what I was doing. And I was like, I like, I want to be the best. And once I was, I was like, I don't want to be the best twice at the same company. Now I want to go somewhere else. And so now at TikTok, I'm really striving to be the best and get promoted. But back to the advice, I think not being reactionary, like if your boss is upset with you, not being defensive, like take a breath. Don't respond to an email right away. A lot of people don't look at their jobs from a higher level. I look at it as like reputation is everything. The second you respond with a bitchy ping back or a bitchy email, it's like, okay, they're, they now look at you as sensitive or you can't handle criticism right? or whatever. It's like, go bitch to your friends about it, but don't yeah. bitch to your boss about it. Like make even sure your, even your coworkers, yeah. like I, I, don't I would... trust your coworkers. Also do not tell them what you <laughs> no. have going on. Don't be like, I'm going for this promotion. Do don't just don't tell people your shit. Just don't do it. No. And even like your, even how do you feel about workplace besties? Cause that can be challenging too. I, it's good to have one. I do it, it think it's, I do think it's good to have them and you can like, I've, I've opened up with, with my life and my personal life, I think it's just when it comes to your career goals, you may be fighting for the same job as your coworker. So I would keep that kind of close to the chest Mm -hmm. of like, Hey, like, are you, are you applying for the manager position? Like, I don't know. I haven't thought about it. And you could still have already applied and interviewed because I've just heard horror stories of like girls getting stabbed in the back. So that's what I wouldn't talk about, but yes, have your besties at work, go to happy hour, talk about stuff, vent about work. But as far as like your progression and trajectory in the corporate world, I try to keep that close. Yeah. I have another tip as well. The suggestion is that everyone has a brag sheet. And your brag sheet is like a Google doc that you have throughout the year. And this is mainly for people that go through like performance reviews. If you're working in like retail or something like that, it doesn't really apply. Yeah. So if you're going to be judged off of what you've done in an entire year, this is applicable. Mm -hmm. So the brag sheet is mainly throughout the year putting your wins into that document so you keep track of everything that you've done I have the memory of a goldfish like it is terrible so if I'm not documenting those wins do you think it was our childhood trauma (laughs) it's probably like a lot of things I think part of it's my ADHD but I was on the phone with my mom this morning and she's like remember when we went to Disneyland with these family friends I was like no we went with them she's like yeah do you remember this trip no this no I just sent my I also I always say I have a memory of goldfish I sent my friend a meme yesterday it was actually today it was like like every friend has or every every bestie group has the one friend that remembers everything and then the one friend that doesn't remember a single thing and I (laughs) I sent it to her and I was like it's literally like I'm learning about my life and it's I didn't even know what happened she's like remember that one time we were on that one road listening to that one song and we were wearing this and I'm like girl what no she's like we were 11 and I'm like no yes some people no some people are like that I thought you were gonna say you sent your friend a meme but you had already sent her the same one I was like dead I was like yeah I've definitely done that before well love that I know that that's I think a brag sheet is is very important I did that in one one of my corporate jobs too and it's especially if you are somebody who has a bad memory like us having that there to to not only have to show off at the end of the year to your boss, but also yeah. as a, like a list of your own accomplishments. If it you're ever good. feeling shitty about like, I feel like I'm not doing a lot or I don't know. It's good to, to look at that. I said that to someone the other day, they were talking to me about the brag sheet and I was like, it's not just for the end of the year when say that you've screwed up the last couple of months or you're not producing like you normally are go in there. Cause like in my brag sheet, I'll like copy and paste pings from people I support like my I would clients too. Yeah. and then be like reviews. you're amazing couldn't have done this without you or emails and I send those to my boss yeah. I had an intern and I told her I was like <laughs> I told her I was like I sent this to Ada and she was like what that like she wasn't a like she wasn't a part of that and I was like oh no I'm just telling her that I'm killing it and she laughed and I was like no you need to be doing that to me and she's like well I feel like it's braggy and I was like that's the you point you are advocating for your career nobody else mm-hmm. is like I am consistently telling my boss like look at this dope shit that I'm doing yeah. like I want you to know because I work hard 
And I, it, it just made me realize that not a lot of women feel comfortable gassing themselves up or taking responsibility. I was going to back it up too. I'm yeah. like, what would a man do? Oh my God. A guy would be bragging about the fact that he flushed the toilet. Like uh-huh. after he went to the bathroom, like guys it, will brag about anything and everything. Like as women, these incredible things that we've accomplished, we don't celebrate as much as, as much as men would. I wanted to end this episode talking about, we talked earlier about how you focus on like being bougie on a budget. Yes. Thrifting is like your shit. Yeah. So let's end on that. And some of like the common questions that you get, Yeah. because people are really engaged with your content. They love seeing what, what you post and what you find. So yeah. let's chat about that. So totally. tell me about your journey with yeah, being bougie so. on a budget. Cause I'm a thrift queen. I love are you really Goodwill. Yes. Oh I love God. a good deal. It's funny. I actually, I watched, I like skimmed your Instagram. I watched your Walmart video in that <laughs> swimsuit with like the purple uh-huh. bikini. I, I already, I have that. Like I bought that too. Hell yes. Walmart has incredible things. Target is just like, too overpriced lately but you can sometimes find good deals I love thrifting it's just hard as an influencer to link yes outfits which makes it more difficult for me right so I'll link similar outfits yeah but yeah I I love it thrifting is like what my mom's sister and I bond and do so that's like what yeah like my mom just didn't have a lot of money like I said substance abuse issues so we would go to a lot of garage sales growing up yeah and we'd like just walk around the neighborhood and she'd be like okay like here's five bucks and I'd get like a VHS or this and I loved kind of like figuring out and like that high of finding something that you love that's something that's that's always stuck with me and that's so that's what we did too it's like yeah I can get all this for twenty dollars oh my god and like that now like I make well into the six figures and I still love thrifting because those like oh my god I found this fur jacket for 50 bucks like what the hell I would yeah. never find this and I think for me was that you who found a Texas jacket a jean jacket yeah. or was that somebody else <laughs> that was the Walmart post yes that was I me I can't believe it like, was like the what? finds are amazing I know I just have luck I find good stuff and people are like how do you find all this stuff and I think it's like I know what to look for but I think my biggest tip for thrifting specifically you just have to go a lot I feel like people go once, don't find anything, and they're like, thrifting sucks. And it's like, some days you do go, but I, my tip is that like, if I'm running an errand, I have a doctor's appointment in like Mueller, for example, and it's like a random area I'm never in. If I have some time, I'll just type in thrift thrift store, like thrift stores, and then I'll just pop in and like... You just have to go in with like, I'm okay with not finding something because those wins. But if like someone's never had that high of finding something so sick that they're like, I could never find this in stores. Holy shit. I get why they wouldn't want to keep doing it. It is such a high. A a few of my own personal tips. Yes. (laughs) Um, Just because I'm thinking about. I love thrifting. Like if you ever want to go. Oh, 100%. But. Well, okay. I feel like we wear different sizes. I was going to say, my first tip is don't go with somebody who's the same size as you, who has the same taste. Because my sister and I are very similar in body shape. And well, she's like more athletic, but we end up being like the same size. And we also have the same taste in clothes. So she like speeds through and gets all the good stuff. And I always get mad because I'm like, damn it, you beat me to that rack. Yeah. So try to go alone if you're shopping with somebody who's like the same as you. Also, don't wear contacts because it's so dusty in there. Like my eyes are always itching. Don't wear contacts. Obviously, bring wash. your headphones. If you're by yourself, I always bring my headphones. It makes I listen it so to a podcast or I listen to songs, and like I don't like to be bothered. But I feel like you have more patience sifting through the racks if yeah. you are like something is preoccupying your mind because that's really what thrifting is. You have to be willing. It's like Goodwill is different than like Uptown Cheapskate, right? Yeah, uh, they're they they're a consignment shop, so they're buying clothes. So which do you prefer? both I really like I know if when I go to a consignment shop I'm gonna find stuff but I feel like the stuff you find at like the Goodwills and the Austin Pets Alive thrift it's like weird vintage vases or I've, I've thrifted a lot of really cool glassware for yeah. my bar cart and like mm-hmm. you know trays for my table and, th- and like oh yeah do jackets. not do not sleep on like the home yeah home the goods home goods there oh too. my gosh yeah. yeah so I I hit them all and usually it's like a locations like if I'm on South Lamar I'll do Uptown Cheapskate I'll do Goodwill it's like by the highway it starts with goodwill across from sprouts and then wait do we need to have a thrifting yes. day yeah we can brunch <laughs> i think we just go plan down, our next date and yeah and there's like four four shops so i'll t- usually do like thrift days where i'm like yeah. i'm gonna hit a bunch of them and then see what i get but i'm just another tip go yeah. into it with a lot of energy because yes. it is 
draining. Like especially you do if, coffee, not mimosas before because <laughs> you need you need that energy. Yes. Um yes. I love that. No, thrifting is great. It's interesting because I have some friends who hate it. They think it's like disgusting or yeah. dirty and gross and like that's okay to have that mindset. I obviously completely disagree. But they probably some grew people, up with like never having to go to a place like that. Yeah. So it's kind of like you it can't is, really blame them because they don't they don't get, get it. it. But you and I like that was part of what we knew. And yeah. so the dirtiness is like, yeah, I'm gonna clean it. And I have a Clorox um it's uh like laundry sanitizer that I'll put in my washer. And so that actually like kills like oh. 99.9% of germs. So I'll wash it with that. It's also you it's like in addition to the soap that you I normally need, use. Okay. Send me that. Yes. I actually have like a full bag of clothes I need to wash. Yes. I thrifted. Yes. I got like a brand new pair of Levi's, like yeah. literally from Nordstrom, still with the tags on them for seven dollars. I mean, it's just insane. It's like, crazy. And I, think, I love our excitement over this. So like <laughs> I, I can talk forever about this. But I think like outside of thrifting, the whole like bougie on a budget thing, I think the biggest thing for if I was, you know, younger now and didn't have money and I really wanted to look like people on Instagram and all of those things, I would go on Pinterest and see what the cool like fashion know what you're was. Say. Yes. And then you know what to look for in those more budget stores. Mm-hmm. So I would go to like Ross or TJ Maxx and like Ross, I fucking love Ross. I love, love Ross. Love Ross. But it's 80% of it is trash. But yeah. The 20% is actually good and it's no good. one would ever think it's from Ross. I've gotten so, like Ugg boots yes. from there. People Wild. ask and I think it... It depends on like how you style an item and how your appearance looks too. Because if you wear, let's say an oversized, I'm going to use your, cause I just watched this video, oversized sublime t-shirt. Yeah. Okay. If you have a messy bun and like baggy sweats with stains on them and old sneakers that looks good. And it's a Walmart t-shirt. Yeah. If you style it differently with like tight biker shorts and a trendy shoe and like style your hair and wear makeup, like cute bag, sunglasses, like you can make the look improve so much more but no I I love I love all those stores those yeah are like the best. and those are fun too like my my friend AK will be like let's hit Ross TJ Maxx and Marshalls and see what we find and we're like across have the store like look you? at this have they sold you on the credit card yeah I I always say no but at this point I'm at like shit point, I should have I know literally like I go so much that I'm like <sighs> damn I mean like maybe next time yeah but I think too to, yeah that's what I've always thought is there's there's people that have money, but they may not have style. Yeah. Like just because you have money doesn't mean you have style. And if you don't have style, go on Pinterest, see what the style is, and then mm-hmm. make a list of like, okay, I want to find like band t-shirts because I can put them with this. And it's like, you can go to like the yeah. Target men's section and find a band t-shirt mm-hmm. for 15 bucks, whatever. And like, like, like or you said, Goodwill for $3. Yeah, <laughs> style it that way. But I think something that I would also recommend is like Amazon, for example, I get like all my gold jewelry from Amazon. There's this brand Pavoy. That brand has just a ton of cheap stuff, but it's definitely like only putting your time into, I mean, yeah. treat Amazon almost like a thrift store. Like you definitely have to dig through and dig find the good, through. the good stores. Also, I wanted to know with thrifting, I'm sure you're the same way. There are certain things that I don't buy at thrift stores. Yeah. So for example, I, and this is different for everybody. I don't buy shoes at thrift stores, okay. which some people do. I've gotten like foot, like weird, like foot (gasps) things from like certain shoes. So I'm like, I don't fuck with shoes there fair because that's, I just can't obviously no bras, undies, things like that. And even weirdly, this is different for some people, but pajamas, I just feel weird about pajamas. Yeah. But clothes that you wear out, furniture, dishware, things like that. I'll get purses. I have like a Lysol spray. I'll clean the purses up. Shoes. It's like, it has to be something super iconic for me and I will make sure to clean them. But yeah, what you said freaks me out. No. Yeah. If it like goes into your, I'm like, no, I can't, I can't do that. Something else that I would do if I didn't have a lot of money is like, yeah, go on Amazon, find those like cheap, but expensive looking jewelry and then do a monochromatic look yeah like if you just wear all black or all tan or all white it doesn't matter what the brand is or anything you just automatically look more put together so if I am like oh my god I have to be out of the house in 10 minutes I can't like nothing I'm putting together works I'm like okay I'm just doing all black because I know I'm gonna look chic I'm gonna put some gold jewelry on and I'm good to go glad that we both love thrifting I think that all your tips and everything are are amazing 
with the things on social media that you find, are you able to link stuff or do you normally just link similar items? So, or do you not link at all? So I just got approved to be like on the Amazon influencer <gasps> thing. So I get to create a storefront. I'm really excited. I've Wait, like applied a couple so times and I'm like, ah, they let me be a part of like the associates, but now I get to have a storefront. I just, because I work so much, I struggle finding the time to like create my storefront. So I, I'm going to start promoting things that I find because I've already like, I already have all the things that I want to put on there. It's just sitting down and making those like groupings of like, you know, these are like the jewelry and this is, you know, going out tops and whatever it is. Yeah. Because I do want to link as much as I can and be able to link things that I get from Walmart or, you know. Because t- you're on LTK, I yeah. imagine, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I just... No, that that's great. Um, so for those of you who want to, again, check you out on Instagram, what's your handle again? Uh, it's Cal K A L dot A T X. Awesome. So I'll I'll link her there, and then your TikTok too. How many followers are you out on TikTok? Like twenty five hundred. <gasps> I haven't Good stopped. For you, girl. I haven't stopped, or I haven't started posting in a long time. My it Same. got banned for the weirdest reason because I work at TikTok. I was able to get it back. And he told me that it was because I had BFF in my bio. And apparently that's a code word that pedophiles use to um, attract children. And so he was like, oh, my God, let me get your account back. A- ASAP. I'm so sorry. What? The algorithm like flagged it. So weird, right? It was wild. They like literally, I was they getting- banned my account. They were like, it, they banned it they said that I couldn't get it back and I'm like I've got no warnings what is happening I will and say this would be a whole other tangent I we can't go on it because we don't have no. enough time <laughs> but I feel like this is totally gonna be another episode <laughs> the pedophiles on TikTok it's are out of control out of control and we don't have to deep dive on it but I'm like I wish TikTok would do an even better job because like 100% I just I can't I can't. No. Okay. That yeah. will be a whole okay. ra- that'll be a whole rabbit <laughs> next hole. Next episode. Next next episode. Yes. But thanks for sharing all your yeah. all your tips and everything. I'll put all her what were you, what were they? Your um So cal.atx is my Instagram and then atx.girly G-I-R-L-Y is my TikTok. Yeah, so so cute. But thanks so much for being on. Did you have fun? Oh this my was God. your first podcast. I can't this was my first podcast. I'm already like ready for the second one. I feel like we're gonna have so much to talk about. I know. I I talk a lot, girl. It's already eight o'clock so you have to get going oh my to god your you have date. to get going yeah okay well thanks again I, yes. for being on i hope you guys enjoyed listening to today's podcast episode again if you enjoyed please make sure to rate me five stars spotify apple podcast leave a written review if you have a few extra minutes that would help me so so much subscribe and give me a thumbs up on youtube and if you're not already make sure to Follow me on Instagram at my lips aren't sealed podcast for exclusive updates and funny posts and more pics of us. But thanks again so much for listening. I love you guys and we'll chat more next week. Bye. Bye.